Welcome to the Man Cave Podcast. I'm Dan Casper. I'm a sports radio host with a huge passion for sports and everything related to sports. So what is the Man Cave Podcast? The Man Cave is a place where we can go to get away, hang out with friends, talk about our passions, watch the game or a movie, banter and solve some problems. It's also a place to hang up all of your cool stuff. So I wanted to create a podcast that embraced the Man Cave lifestyle. I've got a bunch of friends, colleagues, and guests who will join me in the Man Cave. We'll also have a bunch of different, fun, and entertaining segments for you as well. Each episode of the Man Cave podcast will be different and fun. But enough with the intro. Let's get this episode started. Hey, what's going on, people? Dan Casper here for another episode of the Man Cave podcast. What's going on? Appreciate you all tuning in. Second episode this week. See, we're getting there. I want to do multiple episodes a week because I got a feeling this thing is is finally starting to find its groove a little bit. Finally starting to find its groove. Um, you know, finding some uh some fun stuff to be talking about and, and all that good stuff. If you haven't checked out uh the previous episode, the one earlier from this week where we talked with uh uh where I talked with Mike Giuseffe from uh the Ringer, Sports Cards Nonsense podcast over there. Go do yourself a favor and check that thing out. Good stuff. I mean, sports cards are being been listening to the to the radio program, um, or just kind of following it in, in general. It's a booming market right now. Big time booming market. It is ridiculous of how some of these um some of these prices are going. It's it's unreal. It really is. So it's good to hear from him and uh I think we're going to start doing more about that. We're, well, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit more about it because uh, I'm going to be doing a uh, segment once in a while called Cave Swag. You know, you know talking about uh, your man caves, your 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 memorabilia, cards, whatever. Uh, because more of you are reaching out to me, and that's what's really cool is that more of you are like sending me emails or messages and and, and showing me your man caves or your card collections or your stories. I love that stuff. Keep that coming. You know, find me on Facebook. Find me on Twitter. Send those on over. I love that. If I don't get back to you right away, it's not because I'm ignoring you or anything. It's just because a lot of you are sending stuff over and that, which is awesome. It's awesome. Uh, so coming up in this podcast, I'm going to do a quick little, uh, you know, a couple topics here. And then we got that long uh, convo between, uh, well, the three boys are back, Poliak, D, Dauber, and myself. Got a little long-winded, but that's okay. It's fun talking with those dudes over there. We're still trying to find a name for this uh, for this segment. So if anybody's listening right now. Come on, just try to give me some ideas here. And then uh, I'm going to be ending the the podcast with a little Pacino. But, I mean, there's just two things I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about right away uh, to to open up this pod. First one, Tiger Woods. Uh, I mean, we all know what's going on. Car accident, uh, severe injury to, to his lower right leg. It, you know, I, I know a lot of people are trying to figure out or trying to answer the question themselves because that's the day and age that we're in. And I'll be honest with you, it crossed my mind too. I mean, but everybody's kind of wondering, is he going to play again? And, you know, is, 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 is it done seeing Tiger Woods on the golf course? Is, is his chance to, to catch Jack? You know, it was not that long ago when he won the Masters and maybe the comeback or a comeback like... You know, those when it comes to sports, we love a comeback story, right? And that was kind of a comeback story with Tiger. And maybe it was he still had a shot, 
Maybe he, you know, had a shot to to break the tie that he has with Sam Snead for the most wins uh, in, in golf. I, I, I mean, it sounds bad these injuries, especially to his right uh, to his right leg there. And I know you factor in his age, his age, but if, if there's one thing that I think that we have known, or at least we have seen for the last like 20 years or however long it's been don't count out tiger um i just i don't know the guy i've never talked to the guy i don't know him or anything like that but i just feel like we are going to see tiger on a golf course playing at some sort of tournament or level or whatever because for, from the competitive nature that we have seen already from t woods i can't see him being a guy that is comfortable going out because of a car accident, um, not trying to downplay it by any means or anything like that. I just I, I I can't see his career ending because of a because of a car accident. And you know what? It might be a situation where he uh, doesn't have a choice. You know, doesn't have really a, a choice in the matter. I don't know. It's way too early in the process, but it, I just I, I can't see that happening. I, I and I guess that's part of the reason, you know, don't count out Tiger. I know people are, are kind of throwing out the Ben Hogan comparison. If you don't know your, your sports history, your golf history, it was 1949. Ben Hogan got into a car accident, head on collision with a Greyhound bus. Um, doctors thought he wouldn't walk again. 1950, he won the U S open. So I know that's kind of being thrown out there. Ben was a little bit younger, but again, it was 4950. Medical advances aren't what they are in 2021, but Still, it's it's Tiger. I know it's hard not to think, is this the end of uh, Tiger on a golf course? A, that's not the most important thing for him right now. Uh, but B, also, never, never discredit Tiger. Never. The other thing, pitter-patter, let's get at her. Um, or anywho, however, I'm trying to get into that thing. I don't know. I, it's just not sticking right there. I'm a big letter Kenny fan, but... The pitter-patter, let's get at her sort of thing for this. I need a name for this. I suck at coming up with names for segments, okay? I just suck at coming up with names. So if anybody can, can like, come up with a name for all of our segments or for, like, this opening one or something like that and the closers, I I, I don't know. I, gotta, I think I'm trying to get too cute at times. Whatever. But um, Russell Wilson. So now there's this talk about Russell Wilson and how – you know, there was an athletic report about him and uh, Seattle and, and frustration where he stormed out of a meeting and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, I, this offseason has been defined by quarterback drama for sure. I mean, even when the regular season was going on, we were talking about, you know, this was going to be a, a kind of a an interesting offseason in terms of a lot of quarterback movements, um, free agents, draft, potential some veterans on the move. But there's been a couple names out there that I don't think a lot of people expected maybe to be talking about this offseason, and that was Aaron Rodgers, even though I, I believe that got blown out of proportion. Uh, Matthew Stafford was traded. That was one possibility, but it happened right away. Uh, Deshaun Watson and the, and the mess that is going on with the Houston Texans. And then Russell Wilson. Here's the thing, though, and, and this is the thing that's the difference for, for me in a lot of this stuff. The Aaron Rodgers one got completely blown out of proportion. The, the Matthew Stafford one, it was something that both sides agreed to. It was like 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 the perfect breakup that you could potentially have. Um, Deshaun Watson, is just, he felt you know he wasn't listened to, he was lied to, doesn't like the direction of the franchise, wants out. But he really hasn't been, you know, or at least it hasn't been out there in the media of where he wants to go. 
the the Russell Wilson one bugs me a little bit in terms of like so the deal is he doesn't want to move on from Seattle even though it sounds like he's frustrated according to reports again take these with a grain of salt sounds like he's frustrated sounds like he's mad he has a no trade clause doesn't want to leave Seattle but if he were to leave Seattle he's got his list of teams it's Chicago it's the Jets it's the Saints it's the Cowboys it's the Raiders you know, it's like one of those, no offense, but, you know, I don't want to leave, but, it, you know, I, I'd be willing to go to these five teams if you wanted to move on from me. Yeah, you know, I'm just, these these would be the ones I want to go on to. This just looks ridiculous. It, it looks ridiculous. I don't think this, I don't think Russell's going anywhere. I just think it's funny. It's like, no, I don't want to go anywhere. But if I were to go anywhere, these are the five teams I want to go to. Narrowing it down. Already thought about it. He already thought about it. It's not like he just drew these out of a hat. He thought about it. He wants to go to those teams. So, just weird. It's just really, really, really weird. And too much drama for for me. So, speaking of drama, let's uh let's get at her. Let's uh let's let's get to the to Dabur D and 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 Poliak and and myself as we try to solve the world's problems in our latest unnamed segment. That's coming up next. All right, boys, let's get this thing rolling. Have we gotten uh have we gotten a name for for this segment yet? Have you guys done your due diligence yet? What what, oh what my are we doing? God. You know, I'm bringing the talent. You know, the, the everything else, the least I could you guys could do is probably come up with a name or something. I already said swill speak. Swill speak? I don't remember that. So Dan, we're that. still waiting for the talent to show up. Poliak's <laughs> <laughs> got it. He's holding it. What's that him. name? Yeah, it's so, just a him. So we're the golden rounds. You can use that pronoun. It's a him. <laughs> he, him. He, him. What? Where did? Okay, tell His us. Pronouns the story. are actually he, him. <laughs> <laughs> what is the story of that raccoon? It came with my house when I bought it, and the neighbor. Asked if I wanted to keep any of the taxidermy, and I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Yeah, you should really keep that stuffed fox that's in there." And I said, "Stuffed fox? Where's that?" He said, "It's right there." And he pointed at this raccoon, and I said, "That looks like a raccoon to me." And he said, "Oh no, that's a stuffed fox." (laughs) Is that the same neighbor that showed you the house? Yes. When it was on the market. Yep. Oh, you want to look at it? Just come on in. Yeah, he had the keys and then uh, didn't give me that set of keys until about two years after I had bought it. <laughs> so how many oh. times did he come in and watch you sleep at night? <laughs> I don't know for sure. Uh, I don't know if I did intros, but uh, it's the same uh, group of gentlemen from uh, last week's episode. We got D, we got Dabber, and we got Poliak and his yellow raccoon friend uh, with him as well. Blonde, my apologies. To, to the raccoon there boys doing good doing well getting right for spring training i hear you guys i saw ticket sales and all that at least two or three of you are at least going for sure yeah we're all we're all going uh just fully i can't buy tickets to save his ass so thanks to dauber and a few other uh internet glitches we, we're going to three games so i let those guys handle the uh, day-to-day paperwork i just go along i'm the talent is what it is <laughs> I just show up. They tell me where to be and when to be there. I really appreciate that. They're like my, uh, they're like my agents. 
They're kind of like your Ari Golds if you watch Entourage. That's correct. A little bit there. So, all right, boys, let's uh, let's get her going here. Uh, first of all, I, I, I'm going to throw you a curveball. What do you think of uh, what do you think of John Clayton's report that the Packers are one of three: Buffalo, Titans, no Pittsburgh, and then the Raiders are a dark horse for the services of one JJ Watt. Donald, I like you- it. We're going to have a hard time keeping up with all the uh, C bomb tweets, but. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I've got less confidence now than I did last week. Is that because <laughs> I don't have the JJ Watt jersey behind me? Correct. Yes. Yes. No, it's because it's because uh, C bomb has so many tweets yet to get the 99 tweets to get JJ here. Yeah, it's true. He's running it's out of time. I'm not girding up. I'm not girding up my loins or getting excited because uh, this has just got Wisconsin heartbreak written all over it, as I stated earlier in the week in a tweet. This is just getting us all hot and bothered, getting us all amped up. We're gonna make it to the last of the two teams, and then we're gonna get we're gonna get uh, you know put away second second uh, place finish. Didn't you say last week you like pain? Yeah, you did. I mean, I enjoy it. I just not girding up my loins, like I said. <laughs> but but if we sit back and think about it, is it really going to be that much pain if we don't get him? We're no worse well, off. It's exciting. It's exciting to think about. Well, a lot of things are exciting to think about. Well, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with football. <laughs> I'm thinking about that blonde raccoon. <laughs> I already showed you. It doesn't have orifices so <laughs> oh, no, I mean, it, would, it would be nice to have jj here but i think you know this is sort of got to temper it with you know you hear about aaron jones probably on his way to the dolphins and you know no. so i look at him i mean talent wise i'd like to have aaron jones stay but i know we can't afford him but we're gonna 14 14 million right. a year yeah i mean i don't know if that's just you know drew rosenhaus rumor stuff out there but that I mean that still puts him in top was it top three top five yeah right behind Christian McCaffrey so I don't know I, I if it's if it is I know there's a lot of talk about franchise tags and how they're gonna be lower I mean okay you're goody franchise tag for a running backs lower it's at eight million projected if it's at 180.5 a little over eight million that's dropping 20 percent from last year do you try to put the franchise tag on there and then you try to because I don't see if if he, if they put a franchise tag on her, I can see Aaron Jones holding out. You know, if you're a running back, you, you're looking for that long term contract, or do you do it and then try to get creative and maybe trade him to get something in return? But that cap hit goes immediately on your on your structure too. Yeah, I'm in that same boat. I'm just like, you know, it would be nice to be creative, but I have along the same lines. I thought, what the hell? He's going to hold out because if he's got somebody who's going to be willing to offer him 14 million. Mm-hmm. Why would he come back for eight? And I know he want, he loves Green Bay, but money talks, especially since he didn't have a huge first contract. I think they should just open it up to the state of Wisconsin residents, Packer Nation, uh, GoFundMe, and sort of sort of side deal this guy. Like, hey, Packers will give you uh, a cool four million on the books, but then we're going to have a GoFundMe on the side where the residents of Wisconsin and the Packers Nation just continually fund your the rest of your. Uh, 10 plus million to make it a even 14. 
Yeah, Poliak's got a you know a six pack of brats for you sitting at his yeah. house whenever you yep. roll yep. in. It's not half. just it's not just money, and that's why it's better than a contract. It comes with all sorts of perks that you'd never even think about. It's kind of like the TB12 method, but you know, like the Wisconsin <laughs> sort of method right. or whatever. Yeah, if JJ Watt comes to uh, Green Bay, he should be allowed to go into any supper club at any point in time and eat whatever he wants for free. I, I think he could do that already almost if well, he wanted to. The, pretty sure, pretty sure that okay. <laughs> you know, Jake's Supper Club over there in Menominee? Yeah. Friday Fish. Uh, JJ, it's Wednesday. Friday Fish coming right up. <laughs> Anytime. And uh, JJ, we're going to give you two cherries in your old fashioned. Is this like the voice of God? Because I can hear a voice, but I don't see anything on there. He's not. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm being respectful here. because the, uh, the dog needs to go outside. So it's like. It's like a little hollowish too, so it is like God. Can you do your Reggie White impression for JJ then, there, Dauber? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you thought about it. Yeah, yeah, a little bit there. All right. Uh, well, well, probably when I uh, upload this, we'll probably know maybe something a little bit more in detail. So it'll be uh, like after the past time. year, I shouldn't be playing God whatsoever. <laughs> um all right so i sent you guys a a couple of uh couple of things here uh we'll probably i'll probably throw some random stuff in here too but i wanted to ask you guys and the the reason i'm bringing this up is because of uh i have issues with the nba right now with kind of like how it's being played and all that um what are the sports that you want to love to watch but you can't stand it and feel free to vent away D, I'm going to start with you because you're already pointing at me when I when I brought up the NBA, uh, the flop league of of all leagues. There, I think that's the biggest thing that pisses me off and and shit like that. But what's the uh, what? Or you, if you have multiple, if you got a few of them, send them on over. What do you got? No, my my first one is it, it's hands down the NBA. I'm just I, I'm tired of the flopping. I'm tired of the pace of the game. I'm tired of the you know the the rest, the sitting out, the time or the time management or load management. Um, and I, I mean, let's be honest, like if I'm sitting in a bar and the NBA's on, I'll watch it, but I don't care because I'm just so tired of watching, you know, like James Harden sit there and dribble between his legs and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth just before the shot clock is up and then fire something up, kick out his leg, get fouled, go to the line. That's not fun for me. I mean, I love college basketball. Absolutely love it. NBA, it, I can't, like I said, if it's background noise, I'll listen to it and maybe pay attention a little bit, but otherwise I've got no time for it. Well, yeah. I'm going to piss off about three quarters of the entire planet earth and say soccer. <laughs> what a waste of fucking time watching. soccer! <laughs> oh my God. I mean, granted, I never played it. I don't really understand it, but What's there to understand? They're trying to kick a ball into a, a net, but it takes them two hours to do it. I mean, back and, and forth. And then sometimes there's a time. I mean, it's just, it's like ping pong on steroids. And the flaps, you want to talk about flaps in the NBA. How about the little Girl Scout flaps we see in soccer? My goodness. <laughs> Those guys, a bunch of, now oh, this is a family show. I'm going <laughs> to. Dauber's back. What do you what do you got there, sir? 
I think it's really unfortunate that Matt picks on some of the, you know, athletes who are in the best shape in the world. You, know, you try running for 90 minutes, full bore, up and down, flopping, having you know to get I back do? up. I'd run for 90 minutes and kick the ball in the net. I wouldn't ping pong it back and forth like a bunch of animals. Like those guys are doing. <laughs> Put the ball in the net. That's what I want to see. People want to see goals. So, so let me ask you this. Do you uh, turn on soccer when it's the Olympics? No. Or the World Cup? No. And if I see somebody with one of those vuvulas or you, you, uh, vuvuzelas, whatever they're called, I'm going to jam it right down their throat because that's the worst marketing idea I've ever heard. That's terrible. So am I, I wrong? I, I, am I, I wrong? Maybe, I, I'm getting mixed signals here. How do you really feel? I just don't like soccer. <laughs> you, you, Yellow card, red card, don't matter. Change the channel. I'd rather watch uh, Antiques Roadshow, I think, than, than soccer. So well, I, I guess I would throw the, No, I was just going to say, I'd, I'd, I'd throw it out there in context. I, I'd watch whatever is in season as long as they're meaningful games. You know, so like right now, NBA. I have no interest in watching the crap that's out there. You know, most games, unless Bobby it's a, Portis, a Bobby Portis is fun to watch on the box. Yeah. Well, and he's no Bobby Tanyan, but you know, well, that's true. So, so <laughs> whether it's, whether it's hockey or whether it's uh, soccer, when, uh, when the time is right, I think uh, those are fantastic to watch. But I think like when you watch like playoff hockey, for instance, playoff hockey becomes so much fun to watch because it's, more intensity, high speed. Soccer just saves the same speed all the time. It's the whole. Isn't the same hockey soccer on ice? Uh, I don't know. I think well, you no, because no, hockey, hockey players are brutes, man. Those guys can check, and those guys take a skate to the femoral artery, and they're still getting up and trying to score the trying to score the goal. Soccer players, they trip over a freaking butterfly out there, and it's like the world has ended. I don't know about I, – I, I know I'm in the minority in this, but I'm not – even, like, when the Olympics are on, I've got no interest in the Olympics. Like, I, I struggle to watch some of that stuff. I, I get it, you know, and whatever, you know, best of the best. But, like, there's just – I don't give a shit watching badminton or anything like that. I mean, if there's – I just, I can't, I can't get into the Olympics. I know I'm in the minority in that. It's just, that's, there's, I don't know. There's, I just can't get into it. And I can't get excited to watch it. Badminton is actually kind of you fun mean, to watch. You didn't find speed exactly. walking in the Olympics? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> the curling rage from a few years ago. I, I couldn't get into that either. Nope. I can't. Have you ever tried that? I've always wanted to try curling. Medford. Medford. place up in, uh. There's a place up to Rice Lake where they'll teach you on a weekend. They'll let you have a couple beers and try curling. I tried that. I won't be going again, but I mean, I tried it. <laughs> Made that much of a mark that you're not going again? Requires balance and patience, and I don't really have those in spades. So. Well, and I think, Dan, you brought up the Olympics. I, I guess it, for me, it's more appointment you know, viewing for the Olympics. So if it's, you know, men's basketball, women's basketball, you know, soccer, hockey, whatever the case is, 
you know, I, like you were talking, I mean, I have a hard time getting into some of the, I'm going to call them fringe sports, but mm -hmm. from a popularity standpoint. What are know, fringe sports in your opinion? Well, answer I, carefully. No, I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback the badminton type of, uh, of comment. You know, some of the world would say baseball is a fringe sport and they're not into it. You know, it's already been dumped from the Olympics. And I'd say baseball is one of the best sports to watch. Yep. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. How about wrestling? Wrestling can be absolutely amazing to watch. That is absolutely the right answer, in my opinion. Well, that's because you're a wrestler. Man versus man. You versus the other guy. If you lose, it's on you. That's but Derek, we've, we've both seen Matt a couple of different times be fucking putting a full Nelson with no one else around. <laughs> that takes yeah, the feeling of one of those full Nelsons. That takes there, there's video. flexibility. Concentration? Yeah. I don't see No, no, there's no concentration when I'm fifth faced in a bar and you come up and put me in a half Nelson. That was <laughs> trying to knock me out for the rest of the That was a joke. Yeah, oh, my... <laughs> oh, man. See, but I could watch golf if Tiger Woods is playing. I don't know why, but if if, if Tiger Woods is playing, otherwise, if it's normal golf, I, I, I can't. And I know it's, it's the Tiger effect, even though, I mean, it, it's still the same game. But I can I can watch if Tiger's in contention on a Sunday wearing the red. I mean, hopefully he'll be back. At, I don't know if he's going to or anything like that now. But but golf, I mean, I otherwise I can't watch that unless it's Tiger Woods, just because of the drama factor on that. So Dan, let me golf. you can Dan, golf with a broken leg. I did that uh, when I broke my leg. I golfed on a broken leg. Well, Tiger, Tiger won a U.S. Open on a broken leg. Not really shattered like it is now, but I nearly won the Menominee Golf and Country Club Club Championship with a broken leg. <laughs> same level. Not all heroes yeah. were cape points. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> what were you saying, Dobbs? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> oh man. All right. On, <laughs> on that note, then let's move on to the next. Unless you guys have anything else to add on that. So, so Dan, I'll, I'll ask you a question though. So when you're talking NBA, so you would watch the Orlando Magic back in the day. Yeah. Right. So I love 90s back, NBA. Yeah. 90s NBA was, was okay, but you had six teams pretty much running everything. So if it wasn't one of those six teams, if it wasn't the Bulls or the Magic, would you tune in to, you know, watch the Timberwolves play? I, I, I would, I disagree. There, I, I'd say there's more than six teams in, in the 90s. You had your Miami Heat with Alonzo and Tim Hardaway and Pat Riley making a little bit of a run there. You had Reggie yeah. Miller and his Pacers. You had Orlando. You had you had the Knicks with Patrick Ewing. Yeah, uh, Detlef Shrimp on the Supersonics. Thank you, Detlef Shrimp. Uh, you know, I forgot Rick Smiths too uh, for for the Pacers over there too. Uh, so I mean, it. I I thought there was a little bit more variety, and at least in the East, half the teams had over you know more than half the teams had over a five hundred record at that point. Less compared to this garbage right now that 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 is the eastern conference well i'm tired of the super teams yeah. that, that's the thing that gets me the most it's like okay you know before the season even starts you have two teams in the east and two or three teams in the west and that's it i mean i'm not a huge nba fan by any means but it's nice to see the bucks do well and then they get in the playoffs and shit the bed and i'm like all right well i'm done watching the playoffs till next year mm -hmm. i like the fact like the jazz are in contention but there's like a part of me that's like 
do I trust that's actually gonna, you know, they're they're actually gonna win? Like I'd, I'd be a Jazz fan right now because how many people besides Mitchell and Rudy Gobert can people name on the Jazz? And and they're what the best in the West, but there's still part of me. It's like they're still not gonna win it because they got the Clippers and the Lakers over there. Exactly. Yeah, I think I mean, Mark Mark Eaton plays for the Jazz. <laughs> Greg Ostertag still too. <laughs> e, you were in high school jazz, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, jazz, jazz hands actually, jazz hands. <laughs> I I loved NBA's who uh, nine or nineties NBA. That I, I, that that was more my thing compared to like what it is for football now. Like that was I I mean watching NBA and NBC and. And, and TNT back in the day, you know, weekday nights. I mean, that was, I loved 90s NBA, but I, I just thought that, yeah, there was a lot of the same teams in the, in the end, but I felt like there was a little bit more of a chance when it came to the playoffs starting. There was a little so what, bit more. What was it? What was it? Was it the fact that they played defense? Was it the fact that they, it wasn't uh, ISO basketball where somebody's dribbling for 20 seconds and then shooting? 40 was foot it? transition threes. Garbage. <laughs> I agreed. Crisp, crisp chest passes, crisp bounce passes, fundamentals. Inside out, old school a little bit. You had, you know, your the 90s had the era of the centers. Shaq, the dream, Olajuwon, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Alonzo Mourning. I don't know. I just, I, there was something else about it. I felt like it was, and I know that was my childhood. I grew up watching it. So, you know, I'm probably a little bit more biased to it, but I just felt like that was, more solid basketball i felt like i feel like i probably would have been the same way in the 80s if i would have been able to watch bird and johnson you know at growing up a little bit more and and recognizing that it's just i i liked that era i thought that was more the style that basketball should be played you know it had a nice mixture of inside out well even back then the the dunk contest meant something the three-point contest meant something the game actually meant something and now it's all just a I don't even know how the hell they even grade half the shit in the dunk contest. Do they even do the shooting contest? And I haven't watched an all-star game in five years. So, yes. So that's, that's where I would bend. The all-star games are fucking horse shit yes. for, you know, for sports that I love and I love to watch it. It's turned into a joke. It's turned into an entertainment outing without the concert. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, yep. it's, that's, re- that's ridiculous. It's like the pro bowl back in the day. You know, it went from meaning something to stats to now, now just a joke, but yeah. Yeah. Baseball you think has clearly the best all-star game or would you argue something else does? I'd say baseball and hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Those are my, t- I like what hockey did to kind of adjust it. I thought that was one of their better moves that they've actually made, you know, adjusting it and making it a little bit more entertaining and at least baseball, those guys, unless you're a pitcher, but most of those guys in baseball, if they get selected, they're going to be there or play. Whereas the NFL, no, nope, I'm not going to play. You know, you got Mitchell Trubisky making a Pro Bowl for a year for crying out <laughs> loud because nobody else wants to play. Uh, the NBA, most of those guys play anyways, but they don't want to play this year. I just and baseball is more of an actual game. It ends up being for the most. But didn't Trubisky make the Pro Bowl because the defensive players voted for him? <laughs> Could be. Could be. <laughs> uh, you like that letter kenny yeah big fan love letter kenny poliak have you watched letter kenny how are you now not uh, so bad. Uh, <laughs> i have not seen it yet you have not seen letter kenny 
No, I've heard good things. Man, man, you got to get on that. Our, our friend Jimmy Cat put me onto it several years ago. I, I just heard about it a few months ago, and it was actually from C Bomb. He, he texted me about it, or I mentioned something, and he said, You need to watch this. Never. Well, so every, other, every other tweet is a letter can tweet. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's. I think this is a perfect transition since Poliak's got the blonde raccoon out. But uh, his favorite is uh, garbage digging, especially. <laughs> <in hockey. laughs> so I wanted to bring this up because sports cards. I just did an interview with uh, uh, Mike Giuseppe from The Ringer. Uh, he has a sports card podcast through through The Ringer, and just because the market is so freaking high right now like i was was that shields the other day and i saw something i've never seen before they actually had sports cards for sale but they actually had a limit on them for for the boxes that you could buy it was just a limit of five and i i've, I've never really seen that before now you go to like to target and walmart and you can't even find a pack unless i've seen the hockey cards that's it baseball nba football nothing over there so it, it's booming and I wanted to get kind of like your guys' thoughts. One, were you guys sports car collectors growing up? I know a lot of you are sports memorabilia guys. Poliak, I could see some of your stuff. Dauber, we saw it last week. But uh, what are some of your um, what are some of your favorite memorabilia stuff? Or, or were you a card collector? All that sort of stuff. I'll start with Dauber, then Poliak, then D at the end. I got to minimize this warning window. All right, go for it. Tillman, yeah. What I can't, what is that one? Was that Hank Aaron? Ted Williams. Ted Williams, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, big, big time card collector. So, you know, pretty much try to put whatever allowance towards cards back in the day. So, so, uh, absolutely enjoyed it. It kind of ran you its course. back into it. You know, I, I guess I have a hard time. I'm, I was, I was more of a fan when there were fewer brands of mm -hmm. it. You know, there's a lot of specialty cards now and things like that. And I just, I kind of lost that interest. Um, but more so from a memorabilia standpoint. So things that are meaningful to to me. So whether it's Packers, you know, Badgers, you know, Bucks Brewers, or whether it's just, you know, athletes that I admired or, you know, that, that I respected. So, um, you know, that's kind of where I focus. You know, Dan, you and I have talked about, you know, whether it's Packer all-time greats, you know, and trying to find some things, you know, Derek, you and I have talked and, and your dad as well uh, about some of the things from a memorabilia standpoint. But, you know, there's just something about having, you know, your heroes around you and having things that are assigned um, and mean something. So I, I guess I've always felt that connection. Sports has always been important. So to me anyway, mm -hmm. you know, it's always been a connection point, whether in the family or in my community. And uh, I guess I just see this as, as an extension of it. I had somebody tell me, and you might be a good one to answer this, Dauber. I had somebody tell me that they don't like autographs unless they get it themselves. They don't see the point. Like, you know, do, do you kind of get, do you, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you necessarily agree with that because I know your collection, but what are your thoughts on that? You know, I, I understand it, but at the same time, you know, if, if somebody's being paid to be somewhere and you're just standing in line with 200 other people, you know, how, how much of a connection are you making with that one individual that one time? You know, it's not memorable to them. You know, I, I hate to say that, but that's, 
that's the case. So why is it any different if it's something that you're getting firsthand or something that 10 minutes after they left you, they signed another 20 of those items and you get one of those 20, mm-hmm. you know, at a point later on, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I look at it, Dan, similar to some people swear that the experience of going to a football game is better. If you're there in person, other people say it's better to sit at home and watch it. I can see everything, mm-hmm. you know, so to each their own, but when you get something, if you've been looking for something for so long, um, when you get it, it doesn't matter if it's in person or not, mm-hmm. you know, and so many of the people we've looked up to, unfortunately, many, many of them passed away way too early. So we're never going to get that, that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if I want to get a Vince Lombardi, I'm not going to get that in person, right? right? I'm going to yeah. fight with a thousand other people to get it. Yep. Polak, what are you holding? I got my uh, 1967, uh, the Duke. Green Bay Packers, Super Worlds champs football here. It's the uh, original uh, NFL officially licensed football. It's got uh, Green Bay embossed on there. It's uh, just a neat item that my dad got from his dad and it's been passed down and looks just, it's probably the coolest thing that I own as far as the Packers uh, memorabilia. And then you guys saw that note that I have that yep. uh, Ray Nitschke wrote to my parents on their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are probably the top two memorabilia items that I have. But I, I'm with Dauber. I, uh, I don't care if, if you get it directly from the person. I think just having an item that's signed by one of your favorite, you know, for whatever reason, doesn't even have to be Packers or your favorite team. If it's an athlete that you enjoy watching or respect and you get an item like that that's signed, it's just so cool to have. And I – I don't get too much into baseball cards, but I have looked into like, you know, an Aaron Rodgers rookie card or something like that, just to have something like that. But mm-hmm. I never really got too much into uh, baseball cards, but if you, if you can find an Aaron Rodgers rookie baseball card, that's gotta be worth something. <laughs> I can make one up for you. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> no, I'm a big, I'm a big memorabilia guy. I, I just, it really, it really turned on when I broke my leg that couple summers ago and I had a lot of time on my hands to kind of cruise eBay and really got into collecting. And it's, it's kind of addicting, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Especially when you have, like, targets. So, you know, if you go into it just willy-nilly, it can go crazy. But yeah. if you go into it with targets, you have certain people you want. Um, you're going you're gonna to search for them however long it takes. Mm-hmm. D9. Yeah, well, th- thanks to my good friend Dauber, I have quite, quite an assortment of uh, San Diego collections. So I've got a Trevor Hoffman autographed jersey. I've got a uh, uh, Joiner Chargers jersey. Uh, he got me a uh, signed Sports Illustrated with um, John Wooden somehow wow. addressed to Derek. Was it that? I thought that, that was El McPherson. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. Don't you well, have yeah, a uh, don't you have a Ladanian Tomlinson game used jersey that I gave you game worn from the? Well, it's, it's, it's an LT jersey. You didn't. Uh, it's not really game worn or signed or anything. But I do it appreciate. It could be. It could be. I'm not sure. So I'm gonna go take it out and play with it. Still give talking it a, about the jersey, and then yeah, I'm gonna get it, it and put it on the wall. Give I it a sniff. It was, give it a sniff. See if it you know it's got the <laughs> smell. 
Matt beat the golden raccoon in that jersey. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I you know, I also have delved into the uh, the more of the memorabilia from like movies and stuff too. So like along the same lines with Dauber, it's like if you want something, go get it. I mean, my my example, I started getting into autographs many many years ago because it was after the crow and I wanted to brand in the autograph. And that ended up being one of the last autographs I ever got. But in between, I got, you know, a couple hundred of autographs of celebrities and stuff. But, you know, there's something to be said to meeting the person and having a picture with them. And I think in today's society, a lot of selfies go further than the autograph anymore. Mm -hmm. But I'm still old school where it comes to, I want the autograph because it's somebody that, you know, I've looked up to. I've, I've been a fan of for years. I mean, be it Favre and you know, back in the day, I used to send pictures in the, the Packers, you know, to Favre probably twice a year. And every year I'd get at least one of them back and then ship the other one back unsigned. So, so it was pretty cool. I mean, my, my boy Jason Seahorn is the uh, guy who got me into all of it, to be honest with you. Love Jason Seahorn. So, <laughs> yeah. The yep. old Giants D-back right there. Is yeah. that Mr. Angie Harmon? That's the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, as far back as we go with cards, and I was the worst card collecting on the man. Like, I would go to card shows and I had players that I liked, like Alan Trammell and Sean Dunstan. So I'd try and go find their cards. I didn't know they, their cards didn't cost shit. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I got to buy this one because it's Alan Trammell. <laughs> and now it's like, well, that card collection somewhere around. But <laughs> somewhere I have to find, my brother has that, I believe it was the Fleer red white and blue like set it was like a 12 card set of jordan back Ooh. in the day and jordan cards are insane right now mm -hmm. so yeah. may need to have to make a down payment on my or, you know further my payments on my house here <laughs> all right uh yeah I, I agree with you look really quickly what uh, if you guys want to you don't have to but it, really quickly what is your one favorite item that you do have dauber poliak d Autograph from Ray Nitschke to my parents. Yep. Dauber? Yeah, I've got uh, for my parents' anniversary, Jerry Kramer signed a, a personalized poster to them. Awesome. And my they, it's still hanging in their house. Awesome. And after losing my mom, that's got more. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, mine would have to be the Cobra Kai Johnny Karate Gi that I have signed by Sensei and Johnny Lawrence. Damn, that's I'm all Cobra Kai right now. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. awesome. And I have hash, brown, hash brown, I'm there with you. Yep, hash brown. <laughs> Send it to the internet. Nice. I gotta go. I'll probably go. Uh, I gotta go Don Hudson. I gotta go with my Don Hudson one there. So just because. But. All right, we're closing up this podcast. Uh, so it, some of you, if you follow me on the socials, you, you probably saw this. This is your, uh, this is the answer to the question. So a lot of, you know, the last couple of weeks, you've been listening to the radio program, but listen to the podcast. We've been talking about uh, some sports memorabilia, some sports cards, and I'm calling it cave swag and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And a lot of you have been wanting to like, do something like to get together, like almost like a book club sort of thing. So we're going to try something on Facebook. It's going to be a private group. But I liked uh, this one suggestion from one of my listeners called Surveyor Sam. He said to, to kind of make like a private Facebook group, but to, you know, 
have something on there so it proves that uh, the people that are in it are listeners of the show and all that sort of thing. So there's actually a question that's on that uh, Facebook group. I'm going to see if it works. I don't even know if it works, okay? We're, we're going to try it, though. We'll, we'll see if this works. But the question on there is, what is, uh, you know, because I've been thinking about, I want to get back into card collecting, but it's so different than what it was in the 90s and that sort of stuff. So what would be, like, the, the reason to do it? Like, is there certain something to collect? And I was kind of going through this, and I finally figured out what I'm going to do. I'm just going to start collecting Pro Football Hall of Famers that played for the Packers. Okay? that that That's what I'm going to do. So that's the answer to your question. Packer players that are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame or we know will be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You know, that, that sort of stuff. That That's what I'm going to start collecting now. So that's your answer. So if you want that link... To, to that Facebook page, you got to find me on Facebook. you got to find me on Twitter and ask for it. And then uh, I think what how it's set up is if you answer that question, uh, then one of the uh, administrators will approve you, all that sort of stuff. So hopefully it works. But let's see if this gets going. Because, you know, everybody's got big ideas. Everybody's got big thoughts and, and all that good stuff. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do that. Well, let's try it small first and see if this actually is this thing that can get going and, and that sort of stuff. So... We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But that's going to do it for this, for another week's episode. We got two of them this week, but that's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Appreciate you all tuning in and sending us your thoughts. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Now, if you want the music edition, you have to be subscribing on Spotify. If you don't care about the music, well, you can find us on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, even Spotify as well. And don't forget to rate the podcast, too. That way other fans or other listeners can find this podcast. Just make it a good rating. I'm Dan Casper, and that's been another episode of the Man Cave Podcast.